this. Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this live episode of Takes on Takes. Today's episode is brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch the season. Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Kyle and Shuby. Shuby. Good evening. Shuby-doo. What's up, everybody? Yeah, man. Everybody's all impressed. We got the producer in the stream with us. I feel like there's high expectations for what there, I'm going to bring, and I'm a little there nervous. Are. About it. Well, and that's the problem is we've been pumping up our producers for a year on this show without actually having the vacancy filled, and now now we do. So yes, there there is an extremely high level of expectation that our producer is just going to totally new dynamic to the show, which you will. I, I have no doubt about it. I'll do my best, guys. I'll do my best. Takes on takes. They're rolling in. And this is weird because Kyle and I are not putting them on the screen, right? It's nope. It's right. Shooby. Yeah. Yep. So, so you guys all have to now figure out what buttons to push for Chris yeah. to put it up instead yeah. of me to put it up because I've been the one that's been pulling them. And this is going to be really weird for me because I'm just going to like Jesus take the wheel, right? I'm taking my hands off. <laughs> I'm just going to talk this time, which is going to be fun. We'll see how well I do. We can grade my performance here uh, at oh, the yeah. end to see how I've done. Uh, I'll throw the first one up, guys, because this one, this one's good. So you guys can, you guys can just take this one in and just, just go from here. Bill is a takes on takes frequent take lever, and his take is Derek Carr on the Giants would lose to Daniel Jones on the Raiders. Derek Carr on the Giants would lose to Daniel Jones on the Raiders. So we're betting that just the Raiders roster is better than the Giants? Um, I think so. And I think he's saying something about how Raiders make Derek Carr look better than he is. Am I, am I connecting the dots here? That seems that's I'm on the same page with you. So I think we should just take it that way. I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones, and I think that the Raiders have a better roster than the Giants. So, yeah, if you change quarterbacks, you'd probably be in a position to see the quarterback lose, right? I think so. I think I'm we went through that. I'm buying and and if Bill, if that's not what you meant, that's, that's what you got. So yeah. that's, uh, but I'm buying this. Yes. All right. That's fun. This one I'm bringing up because it leads into a soundbite that I can now debut here on the show. So I'll throw this one up there for you guys. Takes from Jared Feinberg. Brian Burns is a top five edge in the NFL right now. Top five pass rusher. Would you agree with that, Joe? Brother, I just watched this dude. Shred. Shred. Detroit. Brother, Taylor Decker's still looking for him. Still looking for him on some of these reps, man. He knows how to draw you out of your set without even coming close to you. What he's able to do with his twitch, his finesse stuff, his footwork, he draws you out of that set, that set and you're lunging. You're trying to get hands on him. There's no surface area available. He's long, lean, athletic, flexible, 
and he knows how to find soft spots in the pocket and attack and get home, man. He is good. Is this approval Morocco worthy? Okay, wait a minute. So Miles Garrett, <laughs> Miles Garrett. Oh no! Come on. There it is. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like Brian Burns. Chris, go ahead. No, I was going to say want, you want it. I was just going to say Chris's first great accomplishment and contribution to the show is I now have a legitimate instead of a what a blessing to be able to get up each day and try it all over again. Little thing that you hang on your door frame and, and clapping like this is a, an approval gimmick. Chris has brought the Mr. Poopy butthole soundbite from Rick and Morty to now just play on demand whenever I have a hard approval of a take. Ooh-wee. So that's my approval, Maraca. And it, it's earned with this take from Jared that Brian Burns is a top five edge in the NFL right now because he's a pass rushing beast. As a pure pass rush artist, he's top three. I like the word artist there. I like it so much. Good player, man. Good player. Oh, okay, geez. first of all, Sports Nut. Sports Nut. Wishing you well in your yes. return from COVID. Um, Best well, wishes. Yes, for sure. I hope you're doing well, buddy. Uh, the, the take from Sports Nut. The Saints 2021 starting quarterback is currently not on their roster. So Drew Brees, Jameis Winston, or Taysom Hill. So the thing about this is Taysom Hill – is not very cuttable when it comes to moving on from him. Correct. And the Saints are going to have to do a whole lot of axing of players. But there's not a whole lot of like benefit in letting Taysom Hill go. He's under contract next year. His cap hit is $16 million. His dead cap is $11 million. Are you going to accumulate $11 million in dead cap when you're the Saints under these circumstances next year? I think they have to keep him, and I think he's probably going to start a lot of games. Well, I think that's the catch. Is he their starting quarterback? So even if he's on the roster, if he's not the starting quarterback, then this is a true factual take. What's the opportunity to replace him? And are you going to pay a guy $16 million to not be your starting quarterback next year? Okay, so Jameis is there super cheap, like as cheap as cheap gets, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. If you're New Orleans, would you trade your – your first round pick for Sam Darnold, hypothetically, knowing you get him cheap? I'd think about it. I'd think I'd about it for sure. It's going to be late 20s, right? Gardner Minshew. Would you trade a, a three for Gardner Minshew if you're the New Orleans Saints? I do, but I'd see, but I just think that's the avenue that they'll take, though. That's the thing. This is a good take. This is a good discussion-worthy take. I'll say that. I tend to think – see, that that doesn't – the $16 million doesn't matter because if you trade for Minshew or Darnold, you got to play him, right? You got to see what you have in them. But right. if you're paying a guy but, $16 million, it says a lot about what you think about him in that role. Correct, but they're already paying Taysom Hill a lot of money. To, they were paying him a lot of money this year to not be the starting quarterback. Four, yeah, it's crazy because his cap hit goes from 4.8 in 2020 to 16 in 2021. And I understand this, the way they've had to structure deals. 
based on their their cap circumstances, play into that. But we've already seen it. Like Drew Brees is not available, and Sean Payton said, "Let's roll with Taysom Hill," and they won the game. And Taysom played reasonably well. Well, they, he said we have to find out if he's the next franchise quarterback. So far, so he, good. He got the tryout that apparently Tua was supposed to get. Please. I'm just saying it's try. I can't. I can't. I I am legitimately they given him after they paid him. I'm legitimately legitimately annoyed by the narratives you tell me about that come out of Dolphins World. It's very annoying. Today's episode is brought to you by Axon Taser. Whenever you're away from home taking a family road trip or getting some outdoor adventures, you need to plan for the safety of you and your family. Taser gives you the tools you need to protect yourself safely. Taser's line of non-lethal self-protection devices are small and lightweight enough to carry with you or in your glove compartment or purse, and yet they are still nonetheless powerful enough to incapacitate an attacker. Guns carry unnecessary risks for you and those around you, and even pepper spray can harm you as as much as your attacker, and it's often ineffective. Taser products are safer and easy to use. They use an electrical charge to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds, allowing you time to escape and send emergency dispatch to your GPS location. Taser devices come loaded with features like laser-assisted targeting and emergency dispatch, which will send a response team to your GPS location upon firing. Taser is available without a permit in most U.S. states. You can get the Taser Pulse Plus or Taser Strike Light at taser.com with promo code NFL to save 15%. That's taser.com promo code NFL to save 15%. T-A-S-E-R.com. Restrictions apply. Please see the site for details. Okay. Oh, I'll be pissed. So we got to read it for the non-live listeners. I will be pissed. What's Kyle the wants this bit of the approval Morocco, Joe. The the poop hat. The poop hat. You need to get. If I had the poop hat, I'd put it on right now. So the take from Andrew: Cincinnati and BYU will be ranked outside the top ten by the committee tomorrow. Both of them. Now, first of all, we need to acknowledge Andrew's very good doggo in his picture. His Great YouTube doggo. Picture. That's a dog, Joe. Good looking what, pup. Yeah, I wanted to get a good doggo. look at him. Oh, you scared the shit out of me because you leaned in there like it wasn't a dog. And I was I like, brother, it's very clearly a dog on a I boat. wanted to appreciate the markings on a beautiful dog. Yeah. No, he's you know, he's on the beach. He's on the beach at a deck. Um, I'm scared this might be true, but I don't believe it. These teams have won convincingly so many games. Right? Mr. Yo. Yeah, I do. Uh, for, I don't see a course. I think I think it's more likely that they're both inside the top ten than them both being out. It's a weird year in college football. Give it to me, Shuby. You, you want it? Here you go. Give it to me. For Joe, Ooh-wee. Joe just nailed it. There's a better <laughs> chance they're both in than they're both out. God, I hope they play each other. Kyle, what's up with BYU not playing Washington? Zach Wilson goes out there with his bandana on, says any place, mm-hmm. anytime. Washington said, what are you doing this weekend? They said, no, nah, nah, we're good. This weekend? Or whatever they, they said. I No, I, I know, but like that's the, that's the whole point. Is you, You're talking about, hey, you want five days notice to play a game? Washington's got everything to gain and nothing to lose. BYU's the school that has everything to lose because they have 
They'll play as many games, if not more, than half the college football so playoff. Just, so just keep going in December. All right, are we where we want to be yet? All right, who can we play? You available? Let's. No, but I, you can't schedule something for next weekend. What was that, that game this, in the past? This, like this is like you're sitting on your ass. You're a bachelor. It's 5.45 p.m. And the girl that you like gives you a text and says, hey, you want to go out to dinner? And like you haven't showered in three days. You need a haircut. You're schlepping on the couch. You don't say yet. You say, what about tomorrow? You, you find it on your terms to take that up. And you can't do that if you're BYU and say, yeah, Washington, we'll play a Pac-12 team with like five days notice. So, Kyle, under under those circumstances that you just outlined about the not showering for three days, quick opportunity for a Bill date. grind is real. Well, you better hope you have Manscaped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, you know, that'll speed this process up real quick if you got right, some Manscaped. Right. The lawnmower 3.0. The lawnmower 3.0, listen, untrimmed pubes, folks. Those are a thing of the past. Very unpleasant. Very unpleasant. And I was recently asked, like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, I don't know. I don't ever spend any time thinking about things that I want for myself. But I have the lawnmower 3.0 and the entire, like, gift pack that comes with it and all that the stuff that comes with it. would be a great whole, gift dude, for Christmas. Seriously. Killer gift for Christmas. So if there's some um, a man in your life, whether it's a brother or, or friend or whatever, you're looking for a gift for your boyfriend, husband, whatever, I would recommend the lawnmower 3.0. We got a deal for you. If you go to manscaped.com, you can get 20% and free ship with our promo code TDN. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code TDN. Kyle. This gift set is amazing. You have your hand up. What do you want yeah, to say? I'd just like to contribute one final thought here. Sometimes the best person to give a gift for during the holiday season is yourself. Ooh. Ooh, I I'm like just that. saying. Especially if you get 20% off. Treat yourself kings listening to this show. Manscaped.com promo code TDN. All right. Get it. Chris, you got to take it. Nailed it. Man, this next hell. take bothers me personally, so I want oh, you guys good. to weigh in on this. This one, this one bothers me. Oh. Mitchell coming for the throat. Take Matt Patricia is a worse coach than Adam Gase. Insulting. Would it be takes on takes without an Adam Gase take of no. some kind? What are we gonna do? <laughs> what are we gonna do when he when he gets let go? Kyle, do you remember we dealt with this over the summer TDN scouting meetings? We ranked all thirty-two head coaches. The biggest debate was, we had on who was who, who was who was going to be last between Gase and Patricia. Do you remember the table that I stood on for this? You argued Patricia. Yeah, I think Patricia's worse than Gase because at least Adam Gase can say he's coached a ten-win team as a head coach. Chris before. is hurt. You this cannot is. see Shuby's reaction if you're listening to the podcast on Tuesday, but Chris just winced at that comment, Joe. Wait a second here. So Matt Patricia. Let's. I, I got to get this pulled up. Matt Patricia is head coach of the Lions. In how many games? Very how good. many? How many? He's two games? and a half seasons now. Two and a half seasons. He's thirteen, twenty-eight, and one. Gase has a ten-win season. He achieved more in a ten-win season than Matt Patricia has nearly in two and a half seasons. And yet he has somehow managed to burn two franchises to the ground. 
But Trisha just hadn't given, been given the opportunity. <laughs> Patricia's high watermark was last year, right? I mean, he, he he might end up with the most wins in a single season of his coach head coaching career this year. He had six in 2018. So he was uh six and ten and eighteen in twenty nineteen, three twelve and one. He's four and six so far this Not year. Not a high watermark last year that I thought it was. Okay, sick. Um how about well, that did, defense? 27th this year, 31st last year. That's the problem, right? Is it's like Adam Gase, build offensive genius, can hardly <laughs> score 10 points a game. Matt Patricia, renowned Bill Belichick tree, Patriot system, and they just can't do anything. Hi, Paige. <laughs> Paige is with us. What's up, Paige? Hello. Hello. The boss is here. Thanks the for Chris. Here. We appreciate you. Mighty Gold Swell is wonderful. Mighty Swell is good. Manscaped. <laughs> All right, I got another one for you guys that I think will. That I think the I think the poop hat will come out for this one. But okay, I've I've got it. I'm ready. Ooh. Cajun flame take. Trevor Lawrence will not be the most successful quarterback of the 2021 draft class. Emphasis on success. This is a he's baiting us. He wants to talk about he wants us to talk about him going to the New York Jets and how they've not had a great track record of developing and building around quarterbacks. Which and that Trevor true. Lawrence is just the next guy on that list. Well, guess Jordan, what? Jordan Reed's probably going to be upset with this take too. I'm bothered by this because I like some of the young talent that Joe Douglas has brought to this football team. This team won't be coached by Adam Gase and Trevor Lawrence is freaking good. Did, um, did you see LaMichael P Ryan's going on IR now? No, is he really? Yeah. So he had a reasonable game as a starter and goes on IR? Correct. Chris, th there's some other injuries, correct, with the Jets? Uh, uh, yeah, me, my soul. That's an injury, okay? <laughs> that's currently an injury that I have, okay? Is that enough for you? No, that's a serious question. I think they've, they've got like two or three guys uh, either on IR. I know P. Ryan's one of them, but I think they have a couple other guys that are now hurt as well that like – it's great for the get right game for, for the dolphins, but it's like how much worse can it get for New York? Right. Plenty. I've never heard this term. Woat. Woat. Uh, what worst of all worst, time. Worst of all time. The opposite of a goat. Correct. Yes. I've never heard that, but I like it. You have now. Yeah. You can now use it as in your arsenal, Joe. We here at the locked on network have been big time proponents of the built brand and Built's newest product, Built Go, just ups the ante even more. It's a workout gel that's built to help you break through your mental or physical wall each and every day. It's easy to take. It comes in a one and a half ounce package. You put it in your back pocket, in your golf bag, in your briefcase, in your glove compartment, wherever. And it's always ready to go when you are. It's the best workout gel on the market. It's like five hour energy without the same crash feeling. It's like drinking a monster with a third of the caffeine and better results. It comes in three delicious flavors. My personal favorite is chocolate mint, but there's also peanut butter honey and chocolate coconut. Bilko combines energy gel with collagen protein, which is fast absorbing, and it gets into your system fast, and it's easier on your stomach. It's loaded with the good stuff to ignite your system. Beta alanine, B3, honey, caffeine, and it's built to kick all day long with B6 and B12. So visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. 
we got to get a food take in here. It's Thanksgiving week, gentlemen. Oh no, this is not it. No, it's we have to, not. We have to do this. We have to settle this right now. All right, this is good. We have three of us, so we can break ties now. If there are ties on the show, take pecan pie is the best Thanksgiving dessert, and I could not disagree more. Joe's Joe's looks like he's prepping something over <laughs> I there. See it. All right. He turned the lights on. There you go. The worst. No, it's not the worst. Has my man ever, ever had a slice of pumpkin pie? Thank you. Because it's pumpkin pie. It's pumpkin pie. Cold, cold pumpkin pie. With whipped cream. Or Take whipped it or leave topping. it on the whipped cream. The Q-hip. Um, Chris, your thoughts? It, it's apple pie with some ice cream, but I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to. Not gonna nitpick. Go ahead. I'm out. I'm out. If I had a challenge throw, I'd throw it. Challenge flag, I would throw here. Is it the apple pie with the weaved crust top, the crumb top, or the regular flaky crust top? I, I think it's got to be flaky crust top. But do you have vanilla ice cream with that too? Yeah, I am. You got to have a nice warm slice of apple pie. You put the vanilla ice cream on top. And it again, I'm not, I, listen, I agree. No, that the no, 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 I'm not hating. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. Here's my problem with the apple pie answer. I think apple pie is too versatile to like lump it in with the Thanksgiving like specific desserts. Okay. Who's eating pumpkin pie any other day besides Thanksgiving? Right. Like you can have apple pie like anytime. Fourth of July. Like a fourth of July cookout. Right. Yeah. So that's my issue with bringing it to the table. I have a dark horse. Okay. I'd like to bring to the table day three sleeper talking about Thanksgiving desserts. Have you guys ever had shoe fly pie? Yeah, because of you. Where do we go to the Amish restaurant? Yes, we went to uh, Shady Maple Schmorgasborg in that, uh, Lancaster, PA. Friggin' experience that place is. The uh, the Amish buffet. Yes. You in or out? You Did you like the shoe fly pie? I did, yeah. I still like pumpkin pie better, but it's good. Yeah, it's it, yeah. pumpkin pie is classic, can, right? But it's a date. Go ahead. Can Chris. you describe this to a to a lay person like me who has no idea what you're referencing? It's like a molasses crumb. It's like baked into the consistency of like the pie itself. You're really selling it to me, Kyle. I got to be honest. You are selling it hard. <laughs> well, you know, like the the crumb powder that goes on like apple crumb cake. Yeah. Like that's on top. And it's almost baked into it's you almost get more of a cake consistency. Joe, is that an accurate statement? Yeah, it's that's fair. It's but fair. it's like molasses baked into the cake, but it sits on a regular pie crust. It's good. All right. I'll have oh. to try it, but you didn't do a great job selling me. Since that's, we're here, fine. I'm, we're, I'm not since we're doing food takes. Since we're Mitchell. doing food takes. This is a bad take. It take is stuffing is gross. It shouldn't be served on Thanksgiving. I have a friend who recently said stuffing was bad, and he said it's soggy herb bread. I don't know what the hate is for stuffing out there, but it's delicious, and I love it. Stuffing is the sponge that soaks up, soaks up all the delicious turkey grease is what it is, and I will have it every day if I could. Kyle, what a, what a great call by you. Ooh, what a great call by you there. Just saying. And, okay, and then to top off the food takes, this will be the last food take we'll do. I'll find a football take here in a second. But this, <laughs> this is egregious. Turkey is the worst holiday food from Grayson, to which I would question if he knows how to cook turkey. 
There's because no way a to... well done turkey is right. Bad. You ever had a deep fried turkey? I think I've asked you this every year. Has it changed? Have you had one? No, brother. Cajun deep fried turkey will change your life. I don't understand how pork and sauerkraut is a thing on New Year's and turkey is worse than that. Grayson, you got to explain that to me. Pork and sauerkraut. Pork and sauerkraut. Like yeah, it's like most. Those like two things pork, go together. Pork and sauerkraut. It's a central PA, PA Dutch, whatever. Huh. I like Polish sausage with some sauerkraut. I mean, I'll eat anything. That's, that's my not, problem. Okay. That is yeah, true. That's, that's yeah. fine. Hey, Shuby, if, if you see any takes from Vontel, make yeah. sure you grab them for us. I don't think he's... Yeah. he's he, oh, I already saw him. He said, you got to tell Chris that Vontel... Has but doesn't he? He has a different name on this, doesn't he? No, I saw it. It was Vontel. Okay. All right. Uh, that's. Uh, I'll look for a Vontel take here in a minute. In the meantime, while while I do that, and while I, while I produce this show, here here, take this take. Here you go. Take. Okay. This one will take a while. From Hills Real Football Talk. Hills Real Football Talk always bring good stuff to the table. So thank you for that. Frank Reich, Matt Lafleur, and Arthur Smith are all top eight offensive play callers in the NFL right now. Top eight, that's fairly conservative. So yeah, I'm ready to so. buy. I'm ready to buy and say yes. Um, Andy who else Reed's is in up there? Reed's in there. Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's in there. Let's assume yeah. these three guys are in here. So that brings us to five. Who else are we missing? I think Greg Roman's outside of this five right yeah. now based on their struggles as of late, correct? Yeah. Sean McVay. We put him in there. He's close. I mean, let's see if we can fill the bucket, get to eight, and then we have we would have to make a decision. So that that's six. Cliff? No. Offensive play caller. No. 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 I'm all the way out on that. I'm just trying to build the argument. Um maybe Brian Dable. That was gonna be the name I was gonna throw out there. Dable. Um, in a normal year, Doug Peterson would be in here. <laughs> it's not a normal year. Throw the year out, right? <laughs> it's not a normal year. Somebody uh, says Gruden. Do you think Gruden's in that? Maybe this year. Yeah. If they keep it up. He's changed. He's changed the narratives around him. In my view, Braden, I need a bigger sample size on Byron Leftwich. Yeah. I'm not ready to say Leftwich is, is in this conversation. So I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, top eight for sure. Sean Payton, Andrew Blake, Sean Payton. Yeah, Sean that's, Payton. That's there. nine. So we would have to bump somebody. I don't think I'm bumping one of these three. Mm, no, I like this. I think we can bump somebody else. Correct. All right, you want a Vontel take? Yeah, what would Vontel bring for us? I hope it's hot. Well, I mean, if Vontel asks for his take to be shown up on the screen, I, I show it. You determine if it's hot or not. Okay, so Vontel says, Caleb Farley will slip into the 20s due to slight durability concerns and recency bias with the emergence of J.C. Horn and Eric Stokes. He will be CB4. So Vontel has a point there with some of the injury concerns. And he's raw. Right, and he doesn't feel raw to me. But I, I know, but, but he's still, new. Thing, he's still right. new to the position. Still new to the position. He's got great size and great athleticism. I can see. So the 
CB four. He'll be the fourth. So he's you're counting on Sertain, Horn, Stokes, mm-hmm. and then Farley, and no other like random guy that we're not talking about yet. I'll say this: if Farley runs. What we heard he might run, <laughs> he ain't going to be CB4. No. No. It's a mighty swell time. It's a, it's a good discussion take, but I think he goes higher than that. I will I will not take the field over Caleb Farley. I like him. Rahul, stop. He said Farley doesn't tackle. Don't be like Joe Marino. Hating on C.J. Henderson for as long as you possibly can for that. The argument will be, well, C.J. Henderson is cooked worse than a uh, a poorly cooked turkey every every week for the Him Jaguars. Him and Akuda, man, both of those guys, both the first two corners this year are not playing well yet. CBs take a lot of time. CBs take time. It's a big leap to play out in space in the NFL against polished route runners. So, Joe, on the Monday show today, you mentioned malpractice was a word that you threw out there in regards to what the Cincinnati Bengals did to Joe Burrow. Are you with uh, Are you with Morgan then on this uh, on this take? The take is uh, Zach Taylor will be fired because of Burrow's injury, even if he does a great job for the rest of the season. Uh, is Zach Taylor the general manager of this football team? Did he assemble this offensive line? So that's Zach the thing they, Taylor- they don't have a GM. Tobin, I guess. I mean that there's it's hard. That's a good point, Kyle. It's hard to blame somebody when you don't know exactly who's making the decisions. Now they trot out Vince Tobin every year at the uh at the combine as if mm-hmm. he is the decision maker. So I, I kind of look at him like that. But the Tobins have been in that organization for a long time. They're not going anywhere. If you want to blame Zach Taylor, it's because you've had him pass the ball over four hundred times and nine and a half starts. But at the same time, man, like You, as an organization, whoever is responsible for assembling the roster, failed him by not having a reasonable offensive line in front of him. Zach Taylor should be fired, not necessarily because of this, but what has he given you in his year-and-a-half sample size that says, you know what, this is the guy that's going to lead us to to where we want to get? He's won four games in 27 attempts. Here's the That's fireable, period. He's not going to be. They're not going to pay this guy not to coach, right? And pay somebody somebody else else. to coach, right? That's not the Bengals' way. So, young man's coming back. Um, best wishes to Joe. Obviously, uh, the Joe Joe Burrow. Um, the injury details coming out sounds like ACL, MCL, and quote additional structural damage to his knee, and and we got to see in a second view of it scrolling through the timeline today and i wish i had not seen it it was an ugly ugly injury for joe burrow mm. next take for you gentlemen take from daniel marquee 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 daniel quincy roche would not be starting at miami if rousseau hadn't opted out phillips would beat him out here's the thing if you got three top 100 pass rushers on your team, you find a way to get them all on the field. And we've seen enough of Greg Rousseau playing down in the B gap, right? right? So I think they'd figure it out. 
Now, would they still rotate these guys and keep them fresh? Yes, absolutely. But I don't think you would lose starter designation for Roche or Phillips or Rousseau if if Greg was in the rotation here for Miami. I'd love to see Roche and Rousseau on the same side of the of the center and run game with those guys, man. That'd be a perfect combo. Phillips crashing off the other end. Yeah, dude. Would they yeah. have kept Clemson under 40 points? Probably not. No. Well, they had a better chance, though. Yes, no, no question they would have had a better chance. Uh, Chris, uh, you got any last call ones for us? Uh, this one's interesting because I think it's a discussion that could lead in a couple different directions because I'd like some more information on what this means. But I, I think, Johnny, and the take is NFL teams need more jerseys like the NBA teams have. I would assume that that is in reference to like the, like the Brooklyn throwbacks that they do, the Sun, the Phoenix Suns, the city or, jerseys, yeah, those they, kinds of jerseys. They all have like the city jerseys this year, and and um, those alternates are pretty sweet. Uh, so mm-hmm. the the NFL's big roadblock here, right, is you you can have home and away default kits, and then you can have two alternative. You can have a throwback and one or two alternatives. I think it's like a color rush or something. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is you can't change the helmets in the NFL. And somebody smarter than me is going to have to explain to me how college football has the resources to have 18 different freaking colored helmets. So they can have all these different uniform combinations. And the NFL has one and only one. And they cite safety protocols is why I get legitimately angry when Denver goes with her throwbacks and you Never get heard of them. you get the navy blue like the navy blue color with the d and the the horse in the middle instead of right, like because it's supposed to be the royal blue it's horrible right. i hate it like you're retro you're just putting a different sticker on the same shell and it just ruins great uniforms correct so the nfl needs to figure out their helmet issue before i can buy this take because otherwise it's going to be cookie cuttered and terrible. We don't get the cream support. We don't get the yellow helmets from the Pittsburgh Steelers. We don't get Kelly Green Eagles throwbacks because we got to go midnight green and hideous freaking color. It's bad. All the way out. I got one more for you guys. If okay. You're up for it. Last right? call. And this is really for Kyle because I just like poking the bear today on a Monday. So I'll poke the bear with this one. Okay. For you. So Seabass says Dolphins should hire Steve Sarkeesian as Sarkeesian when he was when he was in the NFL as an offensive play caller. What area did they really struggle in? The red zone. Right? There's all this narrative about there's all this narrative about the Falcons in the red zone with Sarkeesian and how they were no good in the red zone. The Dolphins with Fitzpatrick were not very good in the red zone. And now you've got a really good red zone passer in Tua Tungavailoa with a play caller in Sarkeesian who has had struggles in the past in the red zone. So I don't hate this take. I don't love it. I don't necessarily know if it would be the best long-term fit 
But I could get behind this for the Dolphins if Chan Gailey, if their offensive system kind of gets bogged down. Don't hate it. Don't love it. That's going to be it for us today, correct? Shuby, give me the thumbs up. Thumbs up. We're done here. Joe, this was fun. Chris, joining the Takes on Takes party. The, the, uh, the Takes came in hot, heavy, and did not disappoint. So, Chris, I'm glad you've been initiated with Takes on Takes properly with hot takes. Can I get a grade? Here. Can I get a grade on my take performance, picking out takes? Can I get a grade? I'm it's going with room. a B plus. B plus, okay. Yeah, it's I think, an A. Well, I was going to defend my grade. The only thing that I would say, Chris, yeah. is when you pulled the takes, I was kind of expecting you to read them. Oh, okay. I love constructive criticism. So I, yeah. going forward, I will read the takes for you guys. I'll set them up for you. Easy. That's great. I'll just close my eyes now, too. I don't even have to think. <laughs> Perfect. I, can I give it an A plus because I've always had to I'll pull the you, takes. Yeah, I, I see it, that. It was great to just kind of enjoy the organic bit of it without always having like one eyeball yeah. over here on the chat, trying to find the next take while I'm also talking. So Chris, for lightening the load, uh, you get an A plus for me. Well, thank you. Thank you. I always love the feedback gentlemen. So we'll, we'll, we'll be better next week. Absolutely. Can, can we go around the table real quick? Who's winning the night? Mm. Sure. Bucks. The bucks. Bucks. It's a clean sweep for me. I got the bucks as well. <laughs> Give it to me, Chris. You want it? Okay. Yeah. Get- That's it. Draft Dudes is done for the day. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, and Shuby Schubert. Come in and see us again tomorrow on the show.